Are you chewing gum? Nope. Really? Really. I'm I'm really not. Here here's my piece. I just pulled it out. You just pulled it out. I pulled the gun out. Gum out. You pulled the gum out. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father. Because he has no clue. Hey guys, welcome back to Whoa, Dad, do you not remember anything that we talked about or that we did? Anything? I am seriously considering calling this podcast Groundhog Dad because guys, all right, it's one thing that he repeats himself all the time, but the other is when I have to re-explain things, which is this is what happened in the past and which is why I did this podcast and he still, oh, he still doesn't retain much. But what he does do is stays committed to talking to me. And here is what's going on. We are doing it through Zoom now, uh, FaceTime, whatever we choose. And it's harder because I can't be near him. That sounds creepy, but it's easier to get Bobby to be Bobby when you're around him for a little bit because then he warms up and then he's himself. So it's, it's just hard to get him to concentrate and to lock in recording. And I'm having a bit of a hard time getting him to commit and see how important this is or that like this is something that we're doing. So we should be doing it more often and every week. And it's just hard. It's harder to do it through the screen because there's a lot of technical difficulties. Last episode where I announced I was engaged, he, uh, he, he it was on his phone, so it was a bit different. And I'm a perfectionist, and I want it to sound good for your sexy little ears. So I get him to record on his side. I can't do this whole phone call, phone call sound quality right now. I know everybody's doing that, but I mean, I'm sure I'll I'll have more that will be like that because it's easier to kind of call him on a whim and talk to him about stuff when we plan it, there's always technical difficulties. So there will be, there will be some, but for now I'm trying to, you know, fluctuate between smooth on the ears and annoying in your car. Are you driving anywhere? Anyways, this episode uh, was pre-recorded and it's a two-parter because I, you know, I, we, when I get him on the phone, I don't want to get him off. I got him in it. When I got him in a groove, I got to keep him in the groove because he's not here and I do not know when I'll get him again. Sometimes I'll call him up and he'll be like, my husband's bad. And I know that it is, but he did fake sick the other day. Like I, I, you know, he was like, ah, oh, I'm not feeling good. And I was like, are you just trying to get out of it? And then he started laughing and I was like, what the fuck? You're faking sick for the podcast. <laughs> so this episode is a, uh, is a two-parter. And my goal, I, I wanted him to come up with what he wanted to talk about or what topic he wanted to cover or activity he wanted to do, because there's still tons of activities we can do. Obviously, I still had to keep him in line. Okay. So uh, how are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you today? 
No complaints. Very grateful. Very thankful. Oh, are you? What are you thankful for? Um, <clears throat> gosh, there are so many things. So many things to be thankful for. Okay, tell me. Well, there was toilet paper in the toilet. Okay. Which is always good. Okay. Was, uh... well, you know, I had an upset stomach uh-huh. last week. Uh-huh. There were times where there was no toilet paper. Oh, there but, wasn't any toilet paper? No. No, there wasn't. Wait, 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 wait. So what did you do when there wasn't any toilet paper? I walked like a duck to the other room where the toilet paper is. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hold on. Okay. Can you All sit right. up? Can I see? Or can you put your... Um, do, you to, do you want me to read you a lullaby or sing you a lullaby or anything like that? Yeah, Just I would some, like that today, actually. Um, oh, can you do me a favor and just pull your screen down so I can see you? Oh, are you filming me? Yeah. Oh, all right. Why are you upset about your hair? It's a little frizzed out. No, it's I okay. like it. It's good. Okay, so where was the toilet paper? It was actually under the cabinet. Okay, but, and you... Yeah walked with a poopy butt to the other room. You've done this before, I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I've I've done it for sure before, yeah. Did anyone see you? No. <laughs> because guys, what I what I want you to know about this bathroom is it's not inside a building, it's outside of the a building the main area. So he would have to leave the bathroom, be outside no, it's, for it's, a, min- <laughs> a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Go in another room. Can we just let, Oh, okay. That's enough of that. <laughs> That's enough of that. You, you brought it up. I know. Not realizing that this was actually. Okay. Do you going. want me to tell, because I know you get paranoid. Do you want me to tell you a bad a story from me then? No no bad stories. Just edit it out. I'm not going to delete it, but I can either tell you my story or we can move on. Let's just move on. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to talk about today? Oh, man. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about? Today I was like, okay, maybe I'll let... I have some ideas, but I'm going to let you lead it so I'm not so bossy. Well, we can go political. We can go... I'll tell you what you don't you, you don't watch t- television you don't have network television or cable uh-huh right yes but can I tell you something before you oh thank god please turn the tv off because the last episode I could hear the tv in the background okay is it off yes okay because uh, someone a couple people said to me that it's nice to listen to us because we're it's taking them out of the political world and uh-huh. it's you know, it's nice to like listen to a podcast that isn't talking about that. So about political stuff. Yeah. Because just like you're in it too much, I don't know if it's fun for us to talk about it. Trust me. I'm not in it now. Oh, I'm not, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So maybe, okay. Any other ideas? Yeah. There, there's really something that, that could be a very, very funny bit. Okay. Because uh, if people in your generation are watching cable television, you're seeing all these stupid ads about drugs to take. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. there's like one, they're making up shit, mm-hmm. you know, Peroni's disease. You know what that is? No, you're addicted to beer. No, it's when your Italian dick, dick is, it, it's when your dick is, is curved. So anyway, they, get, they really? have a medication. Yeah, really. It's unbelievable. But what, the, you know, they've got this, <laughs> they have this really beautiful visuals, you know, with the family together with the dog. And then they talk about Peroni's disease, which is like a curved dick. And if you've suffered from Peroni's disease, you can have this medication and it'll, you know, fix everything. And with the, the beautiful music and stuff, they used to do it back in the day. They had to say the side effects, but the side effects were so fast. You couldn't understand them. Like just really, really fast. Like how? Understand. Show me. I, I couldn't even do it. It was, you just couldn't understand it. So now. They're, 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 they set you up with this really cool, nice music. It's, it's elevator music. Pleasant music. Very pleasant music. <clears throat> and then, in, then, in the same tone, in the same cadence as the positives, they're telling you the negatives. Let's not talk about peronies. Let's talk about... Wait. Oh, no, uh, there's okay. another, any drug that they're advertising. Um, oh, gosh. G- give me, give me something. Uh, Ativan. No, not Ativan. That's a Ativan. Yeah, is that Canadian? No, Ativan is a uh, tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. A- I thought Ativan was for ADD. Ativan. Yeah. Ativan is a benzo, I think. I'm looking it up. It's it's in the same family as I didn't Valium, know that- <laughs> Clonopin. Oh. So I didn't know that a curved dick was a bad thing. I thought that Sex in the City taught me, Dad, Sex in the City taught me that curved dicks are okay and that some girls like them. It, well, actually, I, I wouldn't know, but look up Peroni's disease. Okay. And then I'll read it out loud. But let's not talk about Peroni's disease because it's inappropriate to talk about this with my daughter. Very good. That was very good, Dad. Thanks so much. But now it's too late. You already brought it up, so now I'm no, curious. No. Well, you you can look it up and give the definition, but there's another one. Okay. Any, can I tell you the definition? Mesophilioma, mesophilioma, or COPD medication, or any kind of medication. Okay. They will say the most incredibly dangerous stuff in this lovely voice over this lovely music. You know, uh, you could have seizures, you can die, you can have a stroke, you know, it's like, but it's like, and you can have a stroke, and you can dry, and you got this music. So they're, they're doing the obligation of having to do that because of the FCC or the FDA that has to actually say what the side effects are. And uh, there is a bit in that. And you it's have all a bit about for the. It. Huh? 
You have like, a bit like, for it. No, like a comedic bit. So you you already actually did a you sent me a voicemail about it. Oh, you, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. But um, I want to hear what your bit. I want to hear what your bit would be. Dad, I don't get it. Can you show me what you mean? Oh man, no. Well, what's funny about the comedy that I like is is actual. There is a truth to it, and then the you know the comic the comical part about it is uh, th- there is an angle there. Th- there is a comic thing about sell, trying to sell a medication, and then slide trying to slide in or slip in all the side effects to that, and. Uh, it, it was just funny one night. I laughed my ass off. Okay, so you if know. you were going to write a joke about this, do you have any idea, like, how you would, you don't know what you would do? <sighs> I don't know. Do you want to know what you told me originally? Yeah, sure. You said that it would be, like, for a dating site. So it would be like, um, oh, I just matched with Tom. Tommy Hilfiger. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, guys, so he doesn't really remember what happened that week. Tommy Hilfiger was the guy that in school asked me to touch his jingle bells. <laughs> what, I said that? No, I said that. Is that your bit? That's not my bit. So say there was like, say there was a guy, you, you were like, it would be a dating app. So say I was like, oh, Brad is 5'7". He's got brown hair and he also has chlamydia and AIDS and, and like you would name oh, right. like, yeah, exactly. he also might that... hit you when you're fucking and he might call you mommy, but then else he might fuck your mom too. And he, like, and naming all the things. Yeah. That, that's a really good approach because you could say you, you could, you can apply the medication advert, to advertisement to people like like for instance mm. oh mm. it could be oh did you hear about this this woman who or, who uh went on in harmony and she got five million dollars because she sued them and why did she sue them well because they didn't have any warning signs or they didn't state any warning signs about dating this person right yeah and so that's how you would set it up. And then you would cut to a new uh, commercial for eHarmony. And I'd be like, he comes with child abuse. Yeah, you could do that. But what's funny is everybody's, you know, some woman got like $5 million because she got a hot cup of coffee from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So that's a different so, bit, though. But that is this uh, applying the, the, the uh, to dating the dating thing and using like a warning sign for each person that you want to hook up with. Yeah. I like it. We're patenting. You can't take that joke, motherfuckers. I'm working on it. Um, so do you want to write? Yeah. Huh? What were you going to say? Well, since, since you got into the comedy thing, I've, I've really become aware of how it all works. And and not not to the sense that um, 
I know how it works, but I see comics, like for instance, Bill Burr, for instance, and we'll just use him because I, I watched him last night. He makes it sound very natural and off the top of his head, but I'm sure he re- rehearsed the oh, shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also Chris Rock, you know, there is one episode or one show where they did a bunch of different cities and edited every line in a different city or every, and it was identical. Same mm-hmm. tone. You know what I mean? So it's very theatric. They must rehearse the heck out of it. Yeah, it's all rehearsal. It's all line memorizing. So, okay, want to write a joke together then? Uh, hmm. You said that week you were like, let's write a joke. I would love to write a joke with you. Well, um, I don't know how to write a joke. Okay, pretend I'm I'm your daughter and I'm like, hey, dad, I got to go. I have to write a joke for school. Can you help me? Because here's the thing. There's this girl in my class and she tells me that I'm ugly and that no one's ever going to like me. So I just really want to be able to make a joke that makes everybody laugh. So I have all the friends because right now I don't have any friends in class and I don't know how to I don't know how to stand out. Everybody thinks I'm a loser. That voice you're using. Is creeping me out. <laughs> Can you just talk normally, please? <laughs> it's like really weird. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but that's my kid voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it is. I know it well. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm, I'm going to do a different voice, okay? All right. Like a loser voice. Like, I'm okay. So, I was like really shy. I was really shy in school. I legitimately yeah. was as a kid. Um, yeah. And I thought that no one would like me. And because mm-hmm. uh, I had abandonment issues and I thought that if they liked me, they, no, I'm joking. Um, so, anyways, I was really shy and I wouldn't ever speak up or stick up for myself. And I got bullied. Like, girls were really mean. I'd be in a group of friends, but they'd be really mean to me. Right. So, I'm going to come to you. Like, this was a thing. And this is like mm-hmm. a dadly thing. So, hey, dad. Oh, wait, hold on. No, I'd be more like, because I was like a nice kid, right? What I sound like? Hi. Hi. What I sound like? Uh huh. No. Yes. No. Uh-huh. Not much. That's it. That's all I heard. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> How you doing? Fine. How was school? Okay. It was brutal. <laughs> Meanwhile, school was fucking shit. School sucked. I was being bullied by witches. Um, so, okay. Okay. So then that's more relatable for you if I come into it like, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's take it back. This will be a healing session. Pretend you call me up and I'm, uh-huh, okay, okay. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Nicole, your father's on the phone. Tell him to pay, tell him to pay me. No, okay. Nicole, your father's on the phone. Come here. Hello? Hey, Nicole, how you doing? Hi, Dad, I'm good. What what are you up to today? 
Nothing. Nothing? Just playing. Are you, I'm just making what, 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 what are you doing? Playing? Playing yeah, what? Yeah, he's playing with my Barbies. Your Barbies? Yeah, he's making them dry hump. You didn't talk that much. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, we'll go back. Like, like you got to keep it to like one or two syllable words. Okay, okay. So, Dad, remember like everything we talked about? So, now that you know that you have to get me to like now I've explained to you that like I'm shy I have no friends um try to now that you know what we're trying to get to you're trying to get to the fact that I'm bullied try to like break the ice I didn't know you were bullied I know so try and break the ice remember I was like more think Mr. Rogers be Mr. Rogers for this okay be more in the kid's mind I was just in school I'll give you a little bit more I won't talk very much was that your Mr. Rogers face (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nicole, your father's on the phone. Okay. Hello? Hi. Do you want to be my neighbor? I'd rather you be my dad. I could be your neighbor, too, because I'm just right down the street. Okay. So, do you know what a... You want to talk to a cop on that's on the set? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Dad, why would I talk to a cop? That's all the set. Well, Mr. Rogers had this black policeman who was put in that position to show that it was a racial thing that was going on that the person that played that role, um, mm-hmm. he was really upset that Mr. Rogers died. And, and he, he talked about the whole, the whole thing. It was really, it was a really cool episode. Did you watch the documentary of Mr. Rogers? <laughs> oh my God. Dad, dad, honestly, <laughs> this is the best. This is why people love you. You brought up Mr. Rogers Four times <laughs> the documentary on the podcast. This is why I said it. So let's stay focused. Okay. Hi. Hi. And what's your name? I'm Nicole. I'm Nikki. Oh, that's a very nice name. Do you know what that name means? No. Oh, would you like to know? Yes. Oh, good. I, I don't know what it means either. <laughs> But you'll be able to look it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's really good. And um, I have some friends here that help people all the time, all around the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're really nice. And they're really good people. And they really, really like to help people. Oh. Yeah. Would you like to know who they are? Yes. They're policemen. Oh. Yeah. And they're really nice. Really nice. Uh, if you're what if you're white, they're really nice. <laughs> but if you're not white, make sure that you have your hands on the steering wheel. And you say, sir, 
after everything all the time and they'll be okay. Maybe unless they just got back from Afghanistan and they saw a bunch of stuff in Afghanistan and they get triggered by little things and they go out of control and do stupid stuff here because they weren't, they have post-traumatic stress from being a soldier. So you can't blame them for wanting to be get a job as a policeman. But deep down inside, at some point, they were nice. Can I and they're also tied in with prosecutors. And the whole thing is red toward people that aren't white. But if you're white, which you are white, they're very, very nice. They're so helpful. But even if you're white and they stop you, make sure, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. And if it's a female cop, do not say yes, sir, no, sir, say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am. Because then if you, if you really get them upset, if, if you call the female cop, yes, sir, no, sir, she will give you some really, really nice bracelets, two bracelets on each hand, and they're connected by a little chain, really nice and shiny, and you just can't get the fuck out of them. So that's my lesson for you, okay? Can I go see Santa now? <laughs> this is exhausting. I'm going to take a two-hour nap after this. Wait, can you just say... The Mr. Rogers. I actually didn't watch the movie with Tom Hanks. Did you watch the movie? Nope. I Would didn't like? watch the movie with Tom Hanks, but you know what? We all know Would you didn't. Would you like a cabbage pat? Huh? <laughs> we all know you didn't watch the movie with Tom Hanks because you told I didn't. I, I know. We've, I know. We've said it. We know. But... I can't believe you still haven't watched it. Okay, would I like a cabbage patch? Is that? Did you just ask me if I want a cabbage patch? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Well, would you like a pack a cap, cabbage patch doll? That was such a big deal back then. I would like a cat. Yes, please. I would like a cabbage patch doll. Yeah. Well, good luck with that because it was hard to get one. Really hard to get one back in the day. <laughs> okay. 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 So, <laughs> Dad. That's not what you do to the to the kid. Uh, you don't say, "Would you like this?" Good luck okay, with that. Uh, okay, let's start over. Okay, let's okay, start okay, over. Okay, so we're gonna start. It's like I, you don't have to be Mister Rogers, but the Mister Rogers mentality of things that you learned. This is why I wish we did a notebook. If if it like you get into the child's mind, you're asking me how school is. Ask more detailed questions. But can you come forward so I can see you, so I can relate? Well, the Mr. Rogers thing was, um, he was able to remember what it was like to be a kid, but, oh, I'm on this phone call with you right now. So I wouldn't say that on the phone call. Yeah. But you, okay. So he was able to remember, but you, I know are able to remember because you've told me about your childhood. So think back to when you were nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. life was like for you. I'll give you mm -hmm. a minute and tell me when you're ready and then say, hello, and then I'll pick up the phone. Think about what it was like, like what was interesting to you, what was hard, how you would talk to somebody who's nine. I say that again? Think about like 
what life was like for you when you were nine, how it was hard and what you would like, how you'd want to talk to the person then. Does that make sense? Like they could just think about it in the way of like, yeah, how you were when you were nine, just get into your child mind of when you were nine and think I have to relate to my kid, my daughter. I wouldn't have a daughter at nine. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's true. But but what I'm saying is you're about to talk to your daughter who is nine. So you think, oh, hmm, uh, okay. what was I like when I was nine? How would I want to be talked to? Or like, what are other questions I can ask besides what are you doing? How are things? Did you have any like emotions that you felt or questions you had? Like whenever I meet a kid, I'll be like, oh, how's school? Sure. But then I'll be like, are there any mean people? Like I will always be like, is there anyone you don't like in your class? Because I, you know, you just remember that kind of stuff. So think about, wait, what is that? What you got? Fuck. You know, I put that shit in my mouth. I'm not even aware of it. I know. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Don't be yeah. hard on yourself. But no, it's, it's all right. Do you do you know that when I was when I was smoking, I uh, left burning cigarettes everywhere, man. And in Tempe, Arizona, they charged me like a lot of money because I burnt all the furniture. So I know it's annoying, but it's much better than smoking. Yes, it's true. Okay. Yeah. So, so I want you to, what's that face you keep doing? Cause I'm trying, I'm, I'm concentrating okay, on okay, what okay. it was like. Okay. Be- shut your eyes. I'll guide you through it. Okay. 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 Shut your eyes. Hold on. I'll be a hypnotist. You're about to get on a phone call with your nine year old daughter. Okay. She's shy. She doesn't really know what to say. Everything else you've asked doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What would Mr. Rogers say? Well, guys, well, children, get into the child's mind. Take yourself back to when you were nine. What did you want to talk about? Don't answer it yet. What emotions were you feeling? What was school like for you? Now, your daughter is going to pick up the phone and you can give examples of what things might have been like for you to maybe see if she'll open up and crack. And crack? Like crack, like she'll open up if you can crack her. Pardon me? Say that again? Like if you could crack the ice, if you can crack her. Oh man. Dad, a huge thing of like, a huge thing to like get people to open up, I've realized is set an example of what you have gone through or something that you have done. For example, you didn't want to talk about your poo-poo anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'll tell you my poo-poo story so you feel normal. Okay. And so, but I didn't because you didn't want me to. But in this situation, tell me if, if I'm not opening up, give me a story from when you were a kid or a feeling you felt or your POV of life when you were a kid and see if I can relate and open up. Um, wow. Good question. So, so let's, so the point of this was to get to, <clears throat> I was a loser and you are going to help me be cool. Does that make sense? So like go to your nine year old self. Um, Wow. Good question. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was like. That That's what the beauty of Mr. Rogers was. He was able to do it. You and are, you've talked about your childhood though. You can just try. 
Um, I believe in you. You you've remembered your childhood. And like when I'm depressed, I'll be like, oh, I'm depressed. You'll be like, oh, God, yeah, when I, and you'll like say what you've been through. It's really hard. I, I, I don't remember what it was like. Because what you re, you're trying to remember what you didn't know. But now that you know it, how do you unremember it? You understand? Uh, nope. Nope. I really don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what, what he means. And so we will end the episode there and continue on next week with the second part of this conversation. The more fun part. Although he did, he did ask me or assured me that I'm sure you've done that waddle, waddled to the bathroom with your pants down. Oh, I can't, I can't even remember anything that's really happened in this episode because I'm so fixated on this last sentence that he said. I know he likes, he loves talking about stand up, but what was he trying? Uh, I can't even reiterate the sentence. I don't even know. How can you remember something undoing what you don't remember? Watch him write like the most amazing screenplay one day. I kind of get it, but no, this, okay. This is a perfect example of how he makes things more complicated for himself. So that like, if he just sat and, and went back, you know, he's told me about his childhood, he, he could do it. And it's the same with this podcast. And when I ask him to pretend I'm a little kid. He makes it more complicated. He gets into his head and he's like, ah, I don't, I don't really want to, I, I don't like that. I don't get it. I don't get it. But once he gets into the role, once I put on my kid voice, he's in it and he just improvises with me and goes along with me. But then when he's out of it, he's like, no, it's, I can't. So it's interesting. He's putting up these blocks, but really he is more capable than a lot of people I know, like improvising with him pretending to be a kid is some of the easiest improvising I've done. Eh, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. You know, I do have to navigate what I can and cannot say, but like, well, we'll get him off the rails, but he's good at it. And that is what's going to happen on next week's episode. So next week I try and get him to crack me again, but then we reverse roles because I realized, you know what? I've been giving him a hard time. Maybe I should give it a shot. And we get a little glimpse of little Bobby. It's great. So now for my Bobby bit. Now, listen, the, the fact that he brought up Mr. Rogers and have I seen the documentary and in the Tom Hanks movie, to be honest, guys, it's been over six months and I'm surprised he hasn't seen the Tom Hanks movie yet. The amount of times he's said, I haven't seen the Tom Hanks movie. He could have seen it by now. In fact, I'm going to call him after this and tell him to watch the Tom Hanks movie. So I I really, it makes me laugh every time. And I'm sure he's going to bring up Mr. Rogers so much more. But in the meantime, I've made a compilation for my favorite Bobby bit. And for it to be all of the times he's brought up the same sort of idea of Mr. Rogers. If we really condense it all down, it is maybe one of my favorite things he brings up especially uh, yeah more than the war or anything like that he keeps bringing up QAnon lately he wants to talk about QAnon uh so hopefully we'll do that one day I'm a little bit nervous
nervous about that. So before I play the Bobby bit, don't forget patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. I've started to video record our Zooms and those will be up on Patreon soon because watching him struggle with this with this is pretty funny. He makes this weird scrunchy face. I don't know. It comes out of nowhere. I don't really know what's going on, but that'll be up soon. And thanks for listening. I've never said that before. I don't know why I said that. The documentary on Mr. Rogers uh-huh. on HBO. Did you see the A little do- bits and pieces? Yeah. Watch the documentary. Did you watch the documentary of Mr. <laughs> Rogers? Oh my God. But the documentary is amazing because and public public TV was getting defunded, and this asshole was going to cut all funding for, you know, pub, you know, PBS. PBS. I didn't watch the Tom Hanks movie on Mister Rogers. You didn't watch it. I didn't. He was a minister, and Mister Rogers walked, came in, and talked in that tone of voice. He talked like that all the time. Yeah, and. uh he got the funding. Yeah. And, and they actually show the hearing, the footage of the hearing and his explanation. And the senator who was so hostile to PBS said, you won me over. You got the money. Boom. No way. Yeah. It's an amazing documentary. I actually didn't watch the movie with Tom Hanks. Did you watch the movie? Nope. Will you be my neighbor? <laughs>